Here at Gaze Talking Straight, we care about your health and well-being. We are not medical experts or healthcare professionals. Nothing we say should be construed as medical advice. If you have questions or concerns about your health or well-being, please contact your healthcare provider. Welcome to Gaze Talking Straight. I'm your host, Richard Lamberti. I'm here today with Juan, and we're going to have a conversation about identity and certain kinds of coming out and finding your own path and acceptance in the community. So tell me a little bit about your story. What's been going on for you? Well, I mean, I just find myself on a, a journey um, that's been a lifelong journey and, and really a confusing journey. Um, not to give my whole life story, but, you know, I've always been somebody that was perceived as different by other boys um, and other girls as well. And I have a flamboyant nature. I talk a certain way. I, I walk a certain way and would learn over time, you know, how to try to do that differently. So and, you got to learn to walk like a man. Sure. Talk like a man. Yes. Uh, like Birdcage, Robin Williams. Oh, God. <laughs> So you identify as straight primarily? Uh, other outside of outside of a, a new category in the community, yes, I would say that. Yes. But your your relationships have been with women. Yes, primarily. And, and satisfying. You were married, you know, you're in a relationship with a woman now. Yes, that's correct. You enjoy sex as a man with a woman. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would say that Exclusively, I'm physically attracted to women only. Yeah. So we're trying to uncover some language here that might right. work for this. Yes. Right? From the point of view of relationship, you are a straight man who wants to be with a straight woman and have that, that relationship that, that's kind of the assumption of normal. Yes. Right. But there's other things going on for you. Yes, because I've learned in my life that that is not sufficient to, to meet all of my emotional needs and, and, and psychological needs as well in a relationship. Is There's always just been something missing in that realm. So what does that missing look like? Well, uh, for me, it has a lot to do with this hierarchical, uh, top-down relationship with with a man uh, that is over me, um, to be even a little cliche, you know, a father figure, um, and and a take a, a caretaker, uh, somebody that takes care of that takes care of me, that provides for me, that takes me shopping, um, that spoils me, spoils me rotten, and it, it plays into uh, this fantasy element, and and sex is also a part of that, in which I am completely a bottom. Um, and uh, and it's a, a fantasy for me to also be a woman in that sense, in in the traditional sense, in the in the uh, classical movies sense, the the woman that, that stays home and is and is is provided for. Um, uh, I, the reference I would use is June Cleaver. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're talking about is that when you're with a woman, you're a man. Yes. And you have this particular... Even though I still kind of yeah, but, I mean, chasse a little bit. But you, know, <laughs> you say that, and it doesn't seem at all obvious to me, right? Well, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, but 
you have this clarity about your relationship to a woman. You're the man, and yes. she's the woman. Yes. And that manifests not only just sexually, but in, in kind of the, the social, cultural norms of, of the relationship between men and women. Yes. Which in and of itself, some people might consider controversial at this point. Right, right? yes. I mean, I, know, when we go out, I pay for dinner, right. you know, and I do those things. Yeah, but I also the, long for that and in you, the reverse. You, yeah, so you want to be able to just flip that whole thing around. Yes. That you want to be able to feel like, be treated like the woman. Yes. Taken out, taken yes. care of, you know, told what to do. Yes, sure. And, told what to wear. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'll wear it. If you, if you buy it for me, I'll wear it. Okay. It doesn't matter what it is. And, I've and worn that, female clothing in the past as well as, as right. part of the sexual experience. In, in, in that... You conceptualize yourself as a woman. Yes. In that time. Yes. And it's like so, you know, if if it was possible to physically be a woman in that, you know, in that time when you're when you're being that way, you'd want that. Oh my God, that's the dream. I mean, like if there was like like in a movie, like a a magical potion or a machine. Or anything that does that, and then, but it, but as long as I could go back in, I mean, that's what I'm, and that's what I mean about the hats. You know, it's, uh, I had a conversation with the gay friend. It's like, well, are you, you know, trans gender? And I'm like, well, no, because I don't have any complaints about being a man, and I enjoy this aspect and this um, experience that I have with my girlfriend. I enjoy athletics as a man. I know there are many great women athletes, but I just enjoy going to the gym and putting on muscle. I know that there are many women that could do that, but I enjoy doing that as a man. But there are times where I want to be the woman, and it's and, and I want to be the, not the we-can-do-it woman or the CEO woman, and, and power to them, I'm definitely a feminist, but I want to be the, the spoiled housewife. And, uh, and I want that role, and it's so... Fulfilling for me, it's such a turn on sexually, um, and it's just hard to find that in a heterosexual relationship with me as a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Would you consider yourself bisexual? I, I I have tried that hat on as well, and it doesn't exactly fit for the common vernacular. And as I come to a place where I'm coming out. That is probably the best thing I could say. I've already come out, if you call it coming out, as gender fluid. I, that's something I'm very open about. Oh, yes, I'm very, after uh, being in high school and bullied and ridiculed for being away and called a fag and gay as a negative. Where, when, in fact, you would have, at that point, identified really as straight. Yes. Like, and only was... interested in women, not interested in boys. And it was so frustrating because I thought, well, am I gay? Like, I must be gay. And it was confusing because it's like, I don't understand because I act a certain way. I, I like musicals, and I like to go to theater, and I love to dance, and I love to, to sing and be... You sure you're not British? Right? <laughs> but... but... None of that led to sexual attraction to men. No, and I've never, and still I'm not so when, when sexually you, attracted to the appearance of a man. or Only, I would, only this related this thing. This relational that when you dynamic. Are in this mindset of being the woman, yes. that to fulfill on that, 
then you have to physically be with a man. Yes. And, but it has nothing to do with the sex per se. No, and it has nothing to do with the appearance of the man. They could be uh, short, fat, tall, lanky. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't means, matter. It it's means how nothing. they treat it's, you. It's, it's, the it's all about the uh, space that's created in the interaction. Would it, would it actually be like ideal for that to have that relatedness and the way that you want to be treated and all of that happen without actually having to deal with the sex? Um, I, I could say it's, it's 50-50. I mean, it, I don't just give the sex so that I could get that. Uh, the sexual expression is a part of it. Um, and it, but if the sexual expression did not occur, or if sex did not occur in that dynamic, if a man, for example, was to take me out shopping and buy me things, and we'd go and try on clothes, and he'd kiss me on the cheek and say, have a great night, and that would be the end of it, that would be great too. But if that night also resulted in sex, that would be great as well. Is, not... it, is sex the price you pay to get treated the way that you want? I would say a part of it, yes, but I also I enjoy it. I, I desire it. It's not something I'm just, oh, here but, we go so again. The, so the physicality of bottoming is something you enjoy? Yes, very much so. Okay. Yes, absolutely. You're a, a straight man who fantasizes about being a woman and wants to express that as fully as possible within the constraints of what we can do, but that's less about the physicality than it is about the, the psychological dynamics of how you perceive men relate to women yes. and how you want a man to relate to you so yes. that you can feel like a woman. Yes. I mean, I'm just so jealous of women all the time. And I know women are fighting for so much, especially in this day and age with the, the uh, uh, political landscape and the hashtag Me Too movement and, and the glass ceiling that many women experience. Um, and and they would uh, some might view me and say, "Oh, well, you're uh, fortunate to be a man in that position." But I I I see it the reverse in a sense because I see women. I'm like, "Oh, I want to be a woman. I want to go to a bar and and just have a man just buy me drinks and chat me up and all of these things just for that uh, dynamic to open doors for me." Um, I am a reverse traditionalist. <laughs> What do we want to learn in this conversation? Um, well, one, I hope that uh, maybe someone's listening that has a similar experience and knows they're not alone because I feel a lot of times alone. I've not met anybody that has the same proclivities as me, and I've met many people that try to put that hat that they think I fit in on me. I don't, I don't know that it's just about proclivities. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a word, I get it. But there's a dynamic there for you. It's, it seems, in, in our conversations, it comes across to me as a fundamental part of, of who you are. And if it's left suppressed, that it's going to cause its own set of problems. And it had. It, it did in my first uh, marriage, yes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, being able to explore the totality of who you are. Mm -hmm. And what do you want from what do you want from us? What do you want from gay men? I just want the gay community to and I'm sure this has been said many times, stop and listen. Listen to somebody's story and how they express themselves both in gender expression and in sexual expression. 
and be accepting. Be as accepting How about as believe. Be- believe. Oh, that's great. Yes, believe, accept, encourage. Wow, that is so interesting. You know, I think I know somebody that might. Uh, well, you know, here's the be thing. Interested. It, it doesn't hurt me to listen to your story and go, oh, that's really interesting. It, it doesn't take anything away from me for you not to be a gay man or for you not to just be straight. For, it doesn't take anything away from me for you to just be you. Thank you. And I, I think that's one of the things that happens in the gay community is mm-hmm. that we constantly try to make each other be something. You need to be more masculine. You're too feminine. You know, it, it, whatever it is, there are so many boxes that we try to put each other in without letting people be who they are, believe them when they tell their story, and accept them at face value. Thanks to our special guest, Juan. You can find our videos at www.youtube.com slash straight. That's S-T-R number eight. Gays Talking Straight is recorded at Timaqua in Orlando, Florida. www.timacua.com. Timaqua, where they've been making art since 2000. Our executive producer is Judy Wallace, directed by Raphael Pignon. Video and audio by Benoit Glazer, who also wrote and performed our theme music. Our social media manager is Nathaniel Butler. Sabah O is our researcher and floor manager. I'm your host, Richard Lamberti. Thank you for being a part of Gays Talking Straight.